1: This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher
5: on V-CIN. Sin. right, Lombardi Line, v Sin, the Esports Betting Network. Quick quiz. What is it? Is it week three, week four, week five, college football, week four, as we say hi this morning, I'm Patrick Maher live from the V. My gosh, look at that. I know Millie dressed you because that is stylish. You got the hoodie. Uh, We're matching, okay. bro.
6: We are, let's, know. you know what? It's going to be a I banger. Know. It's going to be a big it's show. Michael Lombardi, of course, at the Borgata. Uh, how you feeling, man? I'm great, Patrick. Week three college football. I'm excited. I mean, how about UNLV covering last night? I mean, who saw that coming? I mean, UNLV scoring 30 points. Wow. Huh? Slow uh, down just, that offense, as I please. said, as
5: I said on the way out, they can't score. They will go ahead <laughs> and absolutely go crazy. A uh, couple things. One, I want to start here because I am genuinely concerned, but also it affects the games. This hurricane Sam that's headed to the mid Atlantic and then potentially up along the East coast. Now we're not quite there yet, but are we feeling the effects yet there in oh, Ocean no. City? No, not, nothing oh at all. Oh, my God.
6: Oh, it's spectacular, Patrick. No humidity, nice cool weather. I mean, it is spectacular. You're welcome to come back. Thank Today you. will be the festival on the in the backyard. We're going to, I think we've got some kind of uh, it's not a steak night, so I don't know what it's going to be, but it'll be all afternoon. We're going to have the white, the red out then the Wisconsin-Notre Dame game, and then we'll just continue through the night. I mean, I'm, we're looking for Berman. I haven't seen him. I mean, he's missing in action. I don't know where he is, but, you know, we'll try to find him. Hopefully, maybe he'll make an appearance
5: today. I don't know. We would love to see, Mr. Berman. And, of course, the spread is going to be awesome there in Ocean City. What's the spread? At VEASAN Live, you can send yours in. We'd like to know what you're eating today. Michael said he likes food because he's what? What did you say you called yourself? Fat, which you know I'm completely unacceptable on a Saturday, and just in general, guy. uh, you know, what's interesting, we've been talking constantly and consistently about how the crowds are back. What's fascinating about today two neutral site games, top 25 12 Notre Dame, 18 Wisconsin, that's going to be Soldier Field, noon your right. time, Michael Lombardi, and then Arkansas, surprisingly, in Pittman, Texas AM, that's going to be Jerry World. So the two biggies today are going neutral.
6: Yeah, interesting. I thought, you know, Arkansas always plays a game in Jerry World because of Jerry's relationship with Arkansas a graduate, played on the football team at Arkansas. This game at Soldier Field, it was supposed to be in Lambeau last year, which was Wisconsin's home game. It got canceled because of COVID. This year they're playing in Soldier Field. It's still Wisconsin's home game, but I'm told, as you predicted, there'll be a lot of Notre Dame fans buying secondary tickets in the market. It is supposed to be a 70%. Notre Dame, uh, 70%, Wisconsin crowd, 30%. But I don't think that's the case. I'm surprised. I I really am. Wisconsin here, I mean, laying six and a half? I I mean, really?
5: Uh, Femi, yeah, Femi right before us, he's on Notre Dame catching six and a half. I think he's on the right side. Notre Dame's. put it this way, Notre Dame's just more talented than Wisconsin. And Wisconsin, while they moved up, they're not explosive, as you know. And uh it's it's fascinating though because Notre Dame, who you mentioned, has the best Wisconsin quarterback in Cohn. I like the way you yeah. put that. Well, the problem with Notre Dame this year is generally their strength, their offensive line's been leaky, they haven't been running the ball as effectively, but Cohn's been playing great and their defense is very
6: stout. I know, but I mean like I don't understand that. What what is Wisconsin what is Wisconsin showed to be almost a touchdown favorite over Notre Dame? This is fascinating to me. I mean, was it that was that unbelievable win against Eastern Washington, 34 to seven? I mean, or Eastern I mean, Michigan doesn't matter. Same I mean, day. Eastern Michigan. I'm sorry. Same I apologize. I the directional school. I just should have said directional school. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I, I don't What is that? What is it? I mean, you know, they're 105th ranked thinking about this. They played, they played Penn state and they played Eastern Michigan and they're 105th ranked offense in the country. They, they averaged 22 points a game. I know. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I'm not, i am not. look, I don't think Notre Dame is to the Notre Dame that we've seen before. But, I mean, give Notre Dame, I know they struggle to beat. But that, that Purdue win was a good win. I mean, this, they're the 50th. I mean, they score 33 points a game. I think they miss Clark Lee. There's no doubt about that. Their defense is 82nd overall in scoring. You know, their relative scoring defense, which is critical, which is the problem, is 104th. Yeah. So maybe that's where this line comes in. But to me, I, I, I think that Coons is the best quarterback. This will be an interesting game. I know all my Notre Dame fans will be, uh, you know, they're they're taking the points and running it. They can't believe it. They think this is like the, you know, the church giveaway here. Barbershop Mike will be in the mix. Oh, he'll be all over. At least he can pay. I mean, this is a 12 o'clock kick. He can at least watch this one. He'll be awake. Well, it's a nap time. I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure.
5: He'll figure it out. Two to one on the money line for Notre Dame. I, I agree with everything you just said. First off, Wisconsin, maybe they're coming off a bye. They beat Eastern Michigan at home. So rested here. Uh battle tested, if you want to use that term, because they, you know, Penn State, they lost to Penn State at home, but here it is. You know, I think Notre Dame's just as good defensively as Penn State and, you know, Wisconsin, they're just not explosive, man. They can move the ball, but it's just like they're not explosive and that's their issue.
6: I mean, look, when you build your team around a running game, when everything you do is predicated on running the football, you kick field goals. Running the ball leads you to field goals. Throwing the ball leads you to touchdowns. Explosive plays. You need explosive plays to score touchdowns. I'll tell you this, Patrick. I was doing some study on the Eagles-Cowboys game. Last year, the Eagles only averaged 25 rushes per game. Because we know the Eagles want to run, throw the football. This year, they averaged 30 rushes per game. Why? Because Hertz is in the pocket and he's scrambling. Why haven't they scored a lot of points? Because they're running. They're not making explosive plays in the passing game. If they're going to beat Dallas, that's what they have to do. It's the same thing in this game. Wisconsin's got to make explosive plays in the running game. It's hard to make them in the pass. It's hard to make them in the running game. They've got to make them in the passing game. You
5: just reminding me of something coming up in about 14 minutes. There was a game this morning. I was looking at for tomorrow that I think we're going to have to lock in right now because the numbers on the move and I want to get your opinion on that game as far as an NFL week uh, tomorrow, full slate on Sunday, but you just nailed it. Now I want to ask you about soldier field. This game was supposed to be played. This Notre Dame, Wisconsin game was supposed to be played last year. Michael at Lambeau, which would have been pretty sweet. Uh, oh my. I mean, any, no any game in soldier. Lambeau.
6: No Look, I, anybody who's listening to this pod, listening to this broadcast, I mean, if you do yourself a favor and go see Lambeau Field for your just you have to it, it, you have to go experience that that setting to know that star snuck that ball over mm. from the one yard line and it's still the same stadium, although it looks completely different. And you can just stand. There. I mean, the last time I was there, I literally just stood at the spot that stars scored. It's just so powerful. It really is captivating, and you have to experience it. It would have been great to see a college game in that stadium.
5: What is when I say, you know, Green Bay? When I say Lambeau, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you throughout the memories?
6: Oh, do you just think about? I think about going to Vince Lombardi's house in a Dupree. Good one. It was okay. <laughs> And, and and literally just showing up there and this woman opens up the door and says, sir, can I help you? And I said, is this Vince Lombardi's house? She said, oh, yeah, sure it is. Yeah, son, come on in. And she takes me into the house and we go down into the basement and she's got, I could still remember in her fo- in the living room, she's got a picture of Vince in the living room on her coffee table. Mm. And then we went downstairs into the basement and that's where they had the after parties and I, she gave me the whole tour of the house that that's the i'll never forget that day
5: that that is incredible all you had to do is break out the id last name lombardi lady this yeah, is my I mean, she was just so
6: so sweet oh yes a lot of people come by and want to see the house
5: you know, I, I think today is interesting because you mentioned Notre Dame, Wisconsin, that Soldier Field, then sixteen Arkansas been a nice little surprise, and Pittman's done a good job Shocking. with that program. He's done a really Shocking. good job with that program, and I, I, think,
6: I never saw you know, this coming. Think I, I think Barry, o, Barry Odom's a really good defensive Tremendous. coordinator. I think Barry Odom does a great job there, and they've done a great job offensively. Yes, give Sam Pittman credit; he's a very good recruiter, and they've done a good job of building this program. And you know, between Musselman and Pittman, they've kind of got a little flair going there That's in Arkansas. Point.
5: That's a good point with the basketball program as well. What's interesting to me about this one, we can off the board right now. uh, I'll give you a number offshore, but what's interesting about this game is A&M and Jimbo. It's time for Jimbo to start winning something there. You know, this is going to, what team out of the West is going to compete with Alabama? This could lend itself to showing us exactly that answer.
6: Yeah, no, they've got to show it up. I mean, they've got to show today that they can compete. Texas A&M, you know, we know that they, sh- they lost their quarterback. Uh, they lost their quarterback in what was it, the game they lost? Uh, they were playing. Uh, Week two. Oh, it was, it was Colorado when they lose their quarterback 10-7. They come back against a bad New Mexico team and shut them out. But look, you know. Jimbo's specialty is offense, right? He averages 28 points a game. His relative scoring offense is at 74. So they haven't been dynamic. Now, they're, they, the change of quarterback certainly affects them. This is a huge game for him offensively. I mean, this will be a challenge, and they've got to be able to show it. They're the better team by far. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. this is an outstanding, outstanding defense with outstanding talent. Let's not confuse this. This will be a very hard game for Arkansas to move the football in. Texas A&M is the number one scoring defense in college football after three games. They're the number two relative scoring defense in college football. They've only given up 240 yards per game. This will be a challenge for Arkansas.
5: And to Pittman's credit, the fact that this number is just five and a half and he's got an undefeated team, you know, a couple books are going to six, actually one off sure is four and a half, but Michael, Texas A&M is on another level talent wise. What's they, interesting. They, they, you know, they should they, win this they, by they a touchdown. There's 100%. no doubt. no hundred percent. And, you know, similar styles as well. Both teams want to run the football, beat you up. You mentioned the Texas A&M defense. A&M, if you go through recruiting, which I'm obsessed with, A&M is just on another level.
6: So this should no be doubt. fascinating. I mean, they. They are on the Alabama level when it comes to it They recruiters. really are. There's no doubt. They're, they are, they're there. They have talent everywhere.
5: They they really do. Okay, a minute we'll come back with this. Um, you know, I was kind of going through the storylines for today. You think about it, UCLA trying to salvage its season against Stanford tonight.
6: Late night. Well, that's a hard one now. You uh, know, that's gonna right? That's going to be a hard one now. I mean, that's going to be a tough one. I well, mean, look, that you know. That Fresno State game—I mean, they—they bit them a little bit. That now they're back. How good is UCLA? We're asking ourselves that question. You know, Stanford with that impressive win against SC. I mean, come on now. This is going to be an interesting game. Yep.
5: And Pac-12 after dark, your Arizona program, which you went and visited, is going to be hanging out with Oregon. That's or- going to be a hard one.
6: Oregon. That's going to be a hard one. That ain't going to be, be easy. How about no, Oklahoma,
5: uh, West Virginia? Before Oklahoma bails to the SEC, another match here with West Virginia, which we'll get into next. And Spencer Rattler on the Lombardi line. A good start. We got hoodies on. It's fall. It's autumn. It's V-SIN, V-Sports Betting Network.
2: Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet
1: what to write.
3: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, deputy opinion editor,
2: and I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
6: Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on BSN, featuring former NFL
1: executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher, the
5: king of sports books. It's BetMGM. We love them. Okay, just go to betmgm.com or download the app. The app's very cool because it's so interactive. So make sure you check it out. And, again, if you're in town, stop by any MGM casino. Bring that state-issued ID ready to bet within minutes. got to be 21 years or older. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. The U.S. is focused on a youth movement. Thomas Gable wrote me, Michael Lombardi, as we say good morning to yeah. you. Hope you're having a good Saturday. Ryder Cup, how about the 6-2 and two lead after Friday's action? Uh, dominating, that's the biggest lead in, like, 30-plus years. So they head into uh, the day and afternoon scheduled uh, foursomes today and we shall see. It looks like the U S who were favorites here to be fair. It's weird because they've lost, you know, Europe's yeah, they, nine of twelve over the past twelve Ryder right. Cups. This was supposed to be played last year. How about Wisconsin and Whistling Straits? Is that oh, aesthetically one of the more gorgeous it, things it's I've ever so seen? It's so
6: beautiful. I mean, oh my God, what a gorgeous place! It really I mean, not is. Not that you know. I mean, you almost tempted to go to Zillow and start looking at real estate around the area, <laughs> and then you realize it's Wisconsin in the winter, and you say, "Well, wait a minute, that, that might not be a really good idea." But wow, is it impressive? It,
5: huh? it, it really, it really is. So we'll keep. I know Thomas Gable mentioned he wanted to mention. I know Bill Berman's all over it as well. I, I, I mean, is. I wish,
6: I, I wish it was, you know, I wish that was where, you know, Bob Seeger was when he was rolling out of Mackinac <laughs> City ended up because then I would have gone, I, you know, Fargo, I'm not, Grand Rapids, I'm not, Grand Forks, I'm not sure. But anyway, we continue. You know,
5: we I, we are very protective in Michigan of the Great Lakes. And what I try to explain to people is if you stand on a Great Lake, you don't know the difference
6: between that and an ocean. They're mammoth. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, they're unbelievable. It's very important that. That, that, trust me, you know we're getting uh, we're approached Lake Superior that that lake can get uh, what did that what did Gordon Lightfoot call it? K- k- kajumi? A, a yeah, lot, I mean, a,
5: a lot of boats sinking in that
6: in Lake Superior. Yeah, that's a, that'll eat it Edmund that'll Fitzgerald. Do you want to sing that's it? That's right. Do you want to sing it? No? Yeah, on the gales of November they come early. You know what's the line? That's the greatest line. Uh, the waves made the minutes turn to hours. I mean, I think that's it. He captured you? that moment perfectly. Are you a Lake Superior expert? All of a sudden, is this something I'm learning about you? Yetsukumi, uh, yeah, uh, no, it. I mean, I've read a lot about the. i read a lot about the Edmund. I mean, I've read about that. You know, usually I believe this that when the Edmund the day it sinks, that's really when the NFL season kicks because that's right <laughs> around the beginning of November. That's right at the beginning of November, and that's when that's when you find out who's frauds and who's not. I'm sure the family members
5: probably line it up that way as well.
6: Well, we ring the bell. Well, I'll ring the bell 29 times. I have great respect for that. There's no doubt. That's you right. ring the bells 29 times. Actually, one time I know this is a betting show. I'm getting off topic. I. I I thought I went to Bill Ford, the owner of the, because I thought the Emmett Fitzgerald was commissioned by the Ford family. That was always the story. And I went to him and, and it really wasn't, it was commissioned by something. And he's always asked that question quite a bit. And you know, if they would have just, if they would have just put 15 miles before him, they
5: would have made it. I know. I I listened to a podcast. I digress. Uh, UNLV Fresno state. Let's quickly talk about this last night. You mentioned UNLV showed up offensively with the quarterback. They, they, Probably should have been playing all along, but uh, Jake Hayner is the story coming out of Fresno no. state. This is, a, this is a legit pro. Uh, he's yep. going to be playing on Sundays. He's going to be in the mix for the Heisman. This is again, a Fresno state team. We were talking before the season started. That's legit. They're ranked, but Hayner, yep. the Washington transfer that if you, if you see him sling it, it, it just looks different. He's really
6: good. He is really good. And I mean, you know, his numbers last night were exceptional. I mean, I don't understand why he left Washington. Who was better than him at Washington? Can somebody explain I that think to East, me?
5: Eason bumped him. You know, the Eason, the which we should discuss in a little bit here because he could be starting for the Colts. We we don't know at this point. Uh, Eason from Georgia to Washington was in in the mix amongst many, you know. There's a there's a spider effect of what he created. So Hayner transfers over to Fresno State and has been blowing up there with a program that's pretty damn good in the Mountain West.
6: No doubt. And and I think you know when I when when Kalen and I want to put Kalen DeBoris, he has done that. He was at Indiana, right? He was the offensive coordinator. He had been yes. a very successful coach at NIA schools. I think Sioux Falls, and then he went to Indiana. And then from Indiana, he got this Fresno State job. This is the job he really wanted, and he took it, and, he, and he's been very – I mean, he is really – this guy here, we, we talk about, you know, the quarterback, but let's face it, the reality of this coach is going to – he's going to be up for any job that comes open based on what he's been able to do at Fresno State, including almost beating Oregon up there.
5: Totally agree. Um, West Virginia, Oklahoma, this one's fascinating. I think it was West – I said, you're kind of, you're even getting a discount lane 17 with Oklahoma. What's fascinating is they, and people say Lincoln Riley, what this is year five that he likes, he's vanilla early in the year and he likes to hold back. Now, this is a West Virginia defense. You know, they get creative. They come at you from all different angles. Um, West Virginia coming off an emotional win against Virginia tech. And here yep. comes Oklahoma, Oklahoma. The big difference this year with Spencer Rattler. They just haven't found the rhythm offensively. They're not hitting on those deep shots. And also... They're not running the football. I mean, like the, the one thing they, Brooks and Gray, they've actually ran it, but yards per attempt as far as Rattler, 7.8 last year, and then 9.6, excuse me, 9.6 last year, 7.8 this year through three games. Oh, yeah. So they just haven't been stretching it like they had been last year.
6: Oh Patrick, the, 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 no one would believe this, but West Virginia averages more per, per passing Crazy. the football than Oklahoma does. I mean, Oklahoma is a running team right now. They have not been very good at throwing the football. They have struggled, and they haven't been themselves offensively. I mean, they struggled to beat Tulane, right? They struggled in that game. And in the Nebraska game, I was all over them. I was thinking they're going to break out of this. Now, they average 46 points a game. That's a little misleading, right? They average 46 points a game, but their relative scoring offense, that, that – that, 46 points a game, ranks them sixth in the country. But what's really important is relative scoring offense. And they're 46th in the country here. So really, they haven't been able to make as explosive plays in their passing game. Their yards per attempt ranks 63rd. It's at wow. 7.66. So you've got to be very careful here because you just assume they're throwing the football, which is what I did when they played at Nebraska. And then I'm watching that Nebraska game, and I'm like, they don't throw the ball very well. They're not throwing the ball very well, and West Virginia defensively is pretty good. I mean, look, they 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 were fortunate, you know. They were fortunate in the red zone. They stopped Virginia Tech. They did a great job. This is we're going to find out today. I, I, this is a stay away game for me because we're going to find out if they actually can throw the football. But 17 seems a little bit heavy. You know, it seems a little heavy here for me.
5: And you know, it's interesting. Oklahoma's defense has actually been
6: very good. It's it's incredible how it's flipped. It's, it really has. I mean, you know, look, Tulane's put 35 on them, and we're thinking, well, it's the same old defense from Oklahoma. But Oklahoma, you know, really they have d- done a much better job. Their rushing defense is 19th in the country, which typically hasn't been the case. They're usually soft. They're a typical, you know, they don't tackle well. But I think they have changed that. That It's just their offense. Spencer Rattler, you know, who was a, a candidate to win the Heisman, he hasn't played to the Heisman level.
5: No, inconsistent. Yet. No, and, But they just have dynamic playmakers. Now the Daigie, Jared Daigie and West Virginia, that offense, here's the issue. If they can clean it up a little bit, the, the, the self-inflicted, they've got a total of seven turnovers. The offensive line's been leaky. It's a good front for Oklahoma, seven sacks on the year and three picks for Daigie, the senior the quarterback under center for West Virginia. If they clean it up, 17 a, a heavy price delay.
6: Yeah, no, I, I look, West Virginia, now look, they play Maryland. They win, They lose to Maryland in the opening game. They, they beat Long Island, Brooklyn. I didn't even know they had a school, right? <laughs> and they score 66 in that. So their scoring offense is really, really uh, out of day. you know, the 30th in the country because they average 39 points a game. Well, 66 came against Long Island, Brooklyn, okay? So you got to kind of dismiss that a little bit. But where they are, they averaged eight point two two yards per attempt in the passing game. They're throwing the ball better than Oklahoma. Now you could say, well, they've played, you know, lesser teams. Well I mean Oklahoma had two lane on their schedule. You know, they, they they barely they had Nebraska, which I don't consider them a very good team. You could throw the ball in Nebraska. I just think to me, this is going to be a challenge. 17 points is a lot of points, especially West Virginia's defense. I think is fast and athletic and they're filled with guys that have been in the program. I mean, I think this is a good team. I really do. Here's the bottom line. Oklahoma has played both its FBS opponents
5: within one score. And so far, West Virginia is their best opponent. Now, Oklahoma at any point can get that run game going where they can just embarrass you. However, West Virginia... Again, they're creative on defense. I don't know. Seven 17 feels heavy. I'm I'm dubious just because West, who will be on later here on v uh, remember, he said he felt like it's a cheap price to lay with Oklahoma. So we shall see.
6: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that was a cheap price against Nebraska, and I got stung. Me too. You know, I mean, I got Me stung too. on that. Maybe this is why I am not as high on. I thought they should have blown out Nebraska, and maybe there's more to that game than meets the eye. But Oklahoma doesn't look like the same team. I mean, I didn't think – I I, I was surprised how bad Texas looked against Arkansas. So, I mean, every week's a different week in college football, granted that. But to me – to me, I, Oklahoma's passing game is worrisome right now. Yep, it's just,
5: it's uneven. Uh, First bet has a special offer for new customers, Michael. Get $10 free instantly when you sign up. Then $10 for every $1,000 wagered up to $1,000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. It's bsin.com slash horses. Cool picks from Ed Sehorn, who does a great job when you get there. When you go to ExpressBet, use the bonus code Vegas1000. All the information is very simple to find at vcin.com slash horses. Are y'all ready? I don't think you're ready. Carl Johnson. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm
6: ready for Carl. Skyping him
5: in with the gin next Saturday. Get the
6: bat cam going. Get the bat cam going.
1: You're listening to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
5: Okay, it's v slash subscribe. Here's what I keep telling everybody, and Carl Johnson knows this, and we'll get to him in a second, Michael. But $22, do you think that's an investment for a second stream of income that is too much? No, I think that's probably apropos. 22 bucks a month, we give you everything. 24-7, video streaming, daily best bet emails, which are worth more than 22 bucks themselves. Plus, you get those betting splits, which are very important, and everybody's going nuts about them. So go to vcin.com slash subscribe right now. Get your free trial. Trust me, you'll sign up. Michael Lombardi hanging on his throne at the Borgata. Good morning to you. Uh, hey, guess who's here? And we got him on wait. Skype. I
6: can't wait. We're going to go to Biloxi.
5: Wait. Carl Johnson, of course, that's our guy at the Beau Revage. Carl, it is an honor to have you not only audio visually. How you doing, my man? Good morning. Good morning, fellas.
4: What's going on? Hey, look, you get to see the whole package. 240 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal, baby. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it is. I love it.
5: It is, it is a, a t- twisted steel and sex appeal. Of course, Carl Johnson just said that. I don't doubt <laughs> and, and, it. I don't doubt we, it. We, uh, we we're talking, it's going to be in Jerry world, but how about AM in Arkansas? All of a sudden, this is starting to get interesting with an Arkansas program that under Pittman, Starting to play pretty well, Carl. Texas A&M right now, five and a half and a total of 47.
4: Yeah, you know, we opened this at four and a half, so it's moved up a point. We're still at 47, but uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, they're playing good, uh, uh, but, you know, this should be an interesting ball game. Um, You know, Arkansas is, Arkansas, it just seems like they can beat anybody on any given day right now. They run the football, too.
6: Yep. They absolutely. Yeah, they do. They do. And, and how about you know? Since we're in that, how about Oklahoma, West Virginia? We have it at 17. Carl, where are you on that one? Are, are there? You get any action on that game in your book? Oklahoma, uh, West yeah, Virginia.
4: They, yeah, they've been playing uh, Oklahoma a little bit here. Uh, yeah, we got. Uh, we got. Well, actually, we got some sharp action early on the Oklahoma game, and it's kind of balanced out since then.
5: They must be listening to Wes Reynolds here, Michael, who gave yesterday. Yeah, I think so. He gave, I think so. He gave that one away. How about let's stick in the SEC? Carl Johnson, of course. Beau Ravage, Biloxi. First off, how's the weather down in Biloxi today? What's the vibe like there, Carl?
4: Oh, uh, it's it's beautiful right now. I mean, look, we got a big game today. It's gonna uh, an early game too. Mississippi State, LSU. Uh, I guess we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, uh, it's it's nice down here. The weather's perfect. Good golfing weather. Good betting weather. So we're ready to roll.
5: Well, people do. People have to realize Carl is a golf pro, okay? This is something right. that he broke out yesterday well, as we continue to tear back the onion. You Carl, Johnson. you need
6: to get your Twitter account back and going. I got more people want to hear you on Twitter. They're like, why isn't Carl doing his Twitter? I'm like, come on, we got to get you going. You're a celebrity now.
4: You know, I, uh, I, I do have a little Twitter. Matter of fact, I sent you a, a, a stuffed tater tot. I sent you a picture on your Twitter the other day. So I'm, I'm kind of. Wait,
5: wait, 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 Hold on, Carl. Ah, hold on, Carl. Hold I gotta, I gotta, I gotta wait, look for that. On. We'll get to LSU, yeah. Mississippi State. LSU's lane laying two and a half. But what sent Michael a, t- a stuffed tater tot? Please explain. Oh
4: well, it's a, it's a large tater tot. It's, it's about, uh, it's about this big. <laughs> this doesn't and it's sound got good. A <laughs> inside of it. Unbelievable. That
5: sounds delicious. All right,
4: LSU, LSU,
5: Mississippi State, open three and a half. Mississippi State's getting bet here.
4: Yeah, yeah, they are. It's down to one and a half now in 56. And look, uh, you know, this might be a track meet. Um, You know, LSU's had two weeks to fix their defense, but the problem is to me, the way I'm thinking about it is they've, they've fixed it or they've tried to fix their defense against slower competition. You know, these uh, this Mississippi State team, they're going to throw the football. I mean, they threw, I think, over 600 yards last year against them. Um, so if they haven't fixed it, uh, they're going to get a test today. And I-, I look for Mississippi State to light it up.
6: Do you think do you think that LSU's offense can keep up with Mississippi State? I know their defense isn't great. Their, their scoring defense is 74th in the country. Their their relative scoring defense is really good. They're 40th. Mississippi State I'm talking about. Do you think LSU can match them point for point?
4: No, I, I don't. I really don't. Uh I like Mississippi State in this one, and I love the over. I mean I might I might be dead wrong, but uh, this, I think this is going to be a high-scoring football
6: game. That's a heavy lean. Is, yeah. That's a heavy lean. I, Carl, you know, he don't just throw that stuff no. around. He he put no. some research behind it. Twisted Carl, Steel and this, and for, this is a big game for. This a Carl. I'm telling you now, this is a big game for Eddie O. Now he don't. If he doesn't come out of Starkville with the win, you know they're they're going to be coming after him. I, now that national title isn't going to last very long down in Baton Rouge if he don't come out of here with a win.
4: You might be right, Michael. Um, yeah, this is a crucial game. Uh, for LSU for sure. I mean, this will set the whole tone of their year.
5: It's a a big game for Mississippi State and Leach as well, coming off the loss at Memphis where they should have won that football game. All right, Carl, let's go Tennessee at Florida Swamp. What do you got as far as the number?
4: Yeah, so we opened it at 20, uh, and right now we're at 19 and 64 and a half. Uh, Not a whole lot of play here. Um, uh, You know, not no big action or anything like that, but – you know, Tennessee, uh, uh, they hadn't won there since 2003, so it's tough to play in the swamp. Uh, you know, that's a pretty big number for an SEC matchup, but uh, I like Florida to roll here a little bit. I know you don't look at anything
6: north of the Mason-Dixon line, but what is your read? <laughs> you, but you're in a Catholic area, so I know you got to have a little bit of Notre Dame fans in that place. There's just no doubt about that. Like, where are you
4: on Notre Dame-Wisconsin? Uh, let's see at Notre Dame, Wisconsin, we're at uh I want to say what four and a half? Oh pa- Patrick. Wow, that's
5: that number's light. It's six and a half up here.
4: Wow, yeah, see, no, I think Actually we're five and a half. We're at five and a half right now. And I like Notre Dame in this one.
6: I said, like, hey, when Carl Lightwell, he had to pick a northern team in this game. So, I mean, you know, we trapped him on that one. He had to pick a northern sex. team on that one.
5: <laughs> this stuff, tater tot, <laughs> twisted steel, and sex appeal. I can't get enough. Uh, how about Alabama hosting Southern Miss today? That's coming up later tonight there. What do you got at the Beau uh, uh
4: Yeah, so uh, Alabama's 45 and 58. You know, the, the, the <laughs> thing I don't think about these, these – big numbered games like that is it's already hard enough to win, you know, but by picking a side, but when you, you know, you throw up 45, there's more variables, you know, you got to, is the coach going to call the dogs off? I mean, what's going to go on here? So it's 45 and 58. I don't like the game. I'm not touching it. Hey, how about Georgia? How about Georgia Vandy? You going to touch that one? Uh, Georgia rolls, baby. I'm on Georgia all year long. I mean, they, like I said a couple of weeks ago, they they could probably punt on first down uh, uh, for for a good number of weeks and still win the football game. Hey Carl,
5: uh, Carl, can I ask you a question, Carl Johnson? Yes. Of course, thank you, buddy. Uh, of course, uh, the Beau Rivage down in Biloxi. What is Biloxi's fascinating because? It's kind of it's. Is it Florida? Is it Mississippi? Is it Louisiana? Give what what stands out and what is it known for Biloxi? Because I'm I'm always fascinated by those port towns down there.
4: Yeah, so you know we got a lot of beach, a lot of Gulf, and uh, uh, you know we're right centered in the Gulf of Mexico, and uh, you know Florida's uh, 45 minutes away one one way, Louisiana's uh, you know a couple of hours away. so, yeah, I mean, we're right in the heart of the SEC country. You got Alabama, Florida, Georgia, LSU, Mississippi fans. I mean, it's right here. It's literally right in the heart.
5: Are they LSU oh. fans where you are?
4: Uh, a lot of LSU fans, a lot of Saints fans, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's it's balanced. You know, we'll have a lot of Mississippi people in here today. Yeah. Are you taking
6: any action on Matt Carroll for the Heisman?
4: Uh, I think we took a little bit early, but, uh, uh, you know, nothing substantial here on the Heisman. uh may be in some other places for BetMGM.
6: Carl, the one thing I got to know is I don't know how you don't have your own podcast. I really don't. I got to talk to Bill A.D. about this. We'll get you and Berman on a podcast. That could be a huge hit right there.
4: You know, look. I heard a little scuttlebutt. I know you guys. A scuttlebutt, by the way, means little rumors. <laughs> Thank uh, you, so, Carl. But <laughs> Thank I, you, I heard Carl. A little scuttlebutt this week. Y'all were talking about me while I was on and on, wasn't on. And I wanted to show Patrick this. So this is the Southern goblet. <laughs> This is what pros drink out of. We don't drink out of anything that you can see. Carl, 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 I need your phone number. We
5: need to be text friends. Hey, and that is the the Southern Goblet. Hey, Carl, may I ask you a question? Because Michael Michael Lombardi admits that his wife dresses him. You look dapper
4: today. Do you dress yourself? Hey, man, this is houndstooth, baby. <laughs> of course it is. Carl. I do, but, you know, I... The, my staff, they laugh, laugh they laugh at me all the time, but, uh, you, you know, they, are, hey, you're wearing a jacket today. Well, it's a little cooler this morning, so, yeah, I put the jacket on, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I am dress like a country boy, though. I don't have no overalls, though.
6: Hey, let, let me ask you one quick before we go. Give us your play of the day. You've been hot lately. Give us
4: your play of the day. Yeah, my play of the day is probably uh, Mississippi State over. Ooh. Wow! Love it, love it, Carl. Game. You're the best, Carl Johnson. Yeah, I,
5: all kidding aside, man, you're the we best. We need
6: your number. We we need to get this. We need to get this podcast going. This could
4: be really good. Yeah. Absolutely, I'll do it. Just boat let <laughs>
5: Bob Ravage, you see Bet MGM right behind Carl as well down in Biloxi, Mississippi. Thank you, Carl. We'll talk to you next Saturday. Thank you so much. Thanks, All right, Carl. Guys, have a good weekend. Okay, coming up next, a guy with a similar accent, Josh Applebaum, joins us. A little market <laughs> update coming up. That's the Southern Goblet, man. I got to get me one of those. We continue Saturday here Lombardi Line. It's VSIN, the sports betting network.
2: Offer valid on select AK systems through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now.
6: You're listening to The Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again,
1: here's Patrick Maher. All
5: right, so here's the deal. You bet 100 Excuse me. You bet $1 today at BetMGM. You win 100 if any college football team scores, there's a pretty good chance there's going to be a score in a college football game today. So you see it right there. New customer offer: bet a $1, dollar, win a hundred. Any college football team scores. You have to use the bonus code Vsin100. bsin one hundred. BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. If you have a problem, it's one eight hundred Gambler. Couple of things as we say hi to Josh. Uh, we can't stop talking about Carl Johnson in studio, Michael. Which uh, he's been he's been a big hit and. I want to give a shout out to our guy JVT, who was texting me at like five thirty this morning. You know he's now into English Premier League soccer, so now and Is he's really? a and he's a Chelsea fan. So I like to have wow. people on my side as far as the soccer, even though I'm getting crushed betting it this morning. Uh, but shout to JV2, who's been into soccer, and shout to the guy in the middle there, Josh Applebaum, Market Insights. Good morning, Josh.
3: Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Michael good to, great to see you guys hey I don't have my southern goblet here but uh, and I do dress myself here and there Patrick that's why I'm not the most stylish I didn't get the memo that we should have had the you know the hoods here I should have rocked that with you guys and we could have matched
6: I gotta tell Millie I gotta get a houndstooth coat. I mean, damn! If I can't have Carl one leg up on me, I mean, God dang, he looked good over there. He did look good. And by the way, Josh (laughs) is
5: lying out of his a. You know what? Because Elise (laughs) bought his wardrobe. Josh, do not lie,
3: Patrick. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, if it was up to me, I'd be wearing you know shorts and a t-shirt. But hey, we gotta look good for the audience here today. What do you got today? What are you looking at? Yeah, so let's just hit on these big games, guys. You know, I go through the board, and I'm, like, looking for little gems, hidden gems. But I think let's just focus on the four most heavily bet games today. I think all are really, really interesting spots and really interesting fade the trendy dog opportunities. So the big one here, guys, Notre Dame-Wisconsin, most heavily bet game of the day, by far, noon kickoff here. And this is really an interesting pros versus Joes matchup. I think if you look at uh, the way the point spread open, it's really perplexing to a lot of bettors. You look at Notre Dame. 3-0, but they're 1-2 ATS, but they're ranked 12th. Again, these ranked teams get a ton of the attention here. They just beat Purdue 27-13, covered that minus 7.5. Look at Wisconsin. I think people are really down on Wisconsin. They're only 1-1, 1-1 ATS. They're still ranked 18th. Uh, they're coming off a bye week. They beat Eastern Michigan prior 34-17. But, guys, this is an extremely lopsided play toward the dog with Notre Dame. and We know that. Typically, with the betting public, they gravitate toward favorites. So, this is one of those uh, kind of rare scenarios where a dog is super, super trendy today. If you look at uh, a lot of the bet splits and for Bateman GM, you're getting, you know, three out of four bets here, grabbing the points with Notre Dame. And I'll be honest, guys, how can you not? It looks like it's an obvious spot getting the points here. But I would be a little careful. It looks like Wisconsin is pretty sharp. They're only getting about a third of bets here, guys. Uh, they're one of the most contrarian plays of the day. And it's really based on line movement. You know, a lot of these books open, you know, Badgers minus five, they're up to uh, five and a half now six and a half. This line is moving. And this is kind of one thing I learned very early in sports betting, Michael, if everyone's betting Notre Dame and they're the obvious play, then why are odds makers moving this line further to Wisconsin? It doesn't really make much sense. The odds makers are the sharpest people in the room. You would think that if the popular play is Notre Dame, this line would fall toward Notre Dame, but yet the books are giving more points. If you want to sweat Notre Dame kind of looks like a trapped uh, sort of situation. Guys. You also have uh, a couple systems here that would match with Wisconsin ranked favorites off a of buy coming off a of buy in college football, kind of like the NFL, you come back the next week especially if you're a ranked favorite 55 ats also two ranked favorites or or sorry two ranked teams just take the favorite a very simple system that i've used in many years uh 57 ats this game we played at soldier field so win could be an issue we did see the total fall you know around 46 and a half down to 44 and a half but michael i know it's like how do you not take the points of notre dame but the line's going to Wisconsin. What do you think about this one? Would you
6: be uh, willing to stinks. lay the points here? This line stinks, well, guys. this
5: There's something so odd about this line, Michael and John. It Josh.
6: doesn't make sense to me. Like, I would have thought it would be a pick'em or Notre Dame would be a slight favorite based on the three games Notre Dame's played. And the two games Wisconsin played based on Jack Coons' play, based on Graham Mertz's play for Wisconsin. And Wisconsin's defense was, you know, look, Wisconsin moved the ball against Penn State. They had red zone blurps. There's no doubt about that. They did not convert in the red zone. Kind of self-inflicted wounds, frankly, in the red zone. They'd fumbled the snap and, you know, they messed some things up. So, you know, and then they come back and beat a directional school, which anytime you beat a directional school, are you really good? I mean, all fairness. I mean, Eastern Michigan isn't exactly a a powerhouse. So, you know, there's something fishy about this line. I'm not going to deny it. You know, and, and it's too easy to take Notre Dame unless you think Graham Mertz is the better quarterback. I don't. I I don't I I, I mean I watched him play now maybe he's improved and maybe they can get better I do know this I always like Jim Leonard's defense they're the 11th ranked defense in college football this year you know in terms of scoring And, and again it's only two games so these numbers we're dealing with numbers that are just kind of a little light right now right they're a little light but they're also very good in total defense and relative score. I mean, this is going to be a hard game for Notre Dame to move the football because of Wisconsin's defense.
5: Great point, Michael. Let's use this as a teaching moment, Josh. So we, we talk now about here at VEASAN v-cin and com. you can get the betting splits. So let's apply it to this game. I'm now seeing six and a halfs pop up on the board. Yet we're saying everybody's betting the dog in Notre Dame. Let's talk about that dichotomy there.
3: Yeah, so to me, Patrick, it looks like a really sharp play to Wisconsin. Anytime something looks too good to be true, I would think from the perspective of the Fighting Irish here, like they're the higher-ranked team, they have the better record, but yet they open as a dog and they're becoming more of a dog. Now, you got to ask yourself, why is that happening? If three out of four bets are grabbing the points here with Notre Dame, you would think if this game opens around five, five and a half, it should fall to five or four and a half or right. four. Normally, lopsided betting, Patrick, Michael, that it'll go in that direction because the books have so much liability. They want to mitigate their risk. They want to entice some betting on the other side. But to me, the fact that everyone's betting Notre Dame, yet the line is going to Wisconsin. So just the fact that Wisconsin opened as the favorite, Michael, I'm with you. That's fishy, and yet it's going further to Wisconsin. Now, we did see this last week, uh, Miami and Michigan State, where Miami was in this fade-the-trendy-dog spot. They didn't come through. You know, Michigan State rolled in that one. However, this is a system play that more often than not, if you think you're smarter than the books – you're not. Why was Wisconsin a favorite? Why are they becoming more of a favorite? If they were the popular play and becoming more of the favorite, that makes sense. But yet everyone's betting Notre Dame, yet the line's going to Wisconsin. I love this spot for Wisconsin. I'd laid the points here, Michael.
6: Yeah. I mean, look at last week, you said it. I'm glad you brought that up because everybody was on yep. Miami last week. That's everybody right. was on That's Miami. Right. So, you know, I mean, that that I, I think you got to handicap the games. And I, I, for me, Josh, what I've learned in the two-and-a-half years doing this is I'm not following the money because it could lead you down the wrong road. I'm going to go with what I see on the tape. My instincts tell me who's the better quarterback. Like, I'll tell you a perfect example. I mean, Washington being a a seven-and-a-half-point dog tomorrow to Buffalo, I mean, a lot of people, that looks too easy to take Washington. I grant you that. But if Washington has any kind of ability, any kind of ability, their defensive front, if it plays better against a bad Buffalo offensive line, against a Buffalo team that hasn't played as well, then I think that, you know, you got to go with what you see. So I'm going to go with what I see. I I, I do think the thing that leads me down the road to concern is Wisconsin's defense and what they were able to do against Penn State, at least for the first half. They shut them down the first half. The second half, Penn State made a few plays with Dotson and Clifford connecting. But I I think to me, I think this is a one- or two-point game, and if I'm going to get six, I better take it.
5: Something's amiss and East Lansing. Let's talk about the Spartans hosting. Nebraska feels like a short number. You both just said it. Miami was getting bet last week. Kenneth Walker and Tucker and Peyton Thorne and Michigan state went down and absolutely pummeled and manhandled Manny Diaz's Miami team. They come back home. Here comes Nebraska off a good showing against Oklahoma. You got what number you have? Because I think it's going to surprise them. It's a little short here, Josh.
3: Yeah, it's really short. Here's another uh, opportunity here where something looks fishy, something looks off. I'd be looking at Nebraska here plus the points, guys. You talk about that huge win. Michigan State, uh, obviously upsetting and winning outright there in, in Miami. And everyone's been Michigan State here. This is one of the most lopsided plays. According to BetMGM, I think like 85% of the bets here are laying the points here in Michigan State. You say they're coming back. The line only opens four. This is easy all day with Michigan State. However, guys, even though they're getting you know eight, nine, ten out of bets here, uh, you're looking at this line falling a little bit. We're showing four on our screen, but i'm seeing some books that are falling to three and a half it's really moving toward nebraska even though you have a big majority of bets on michigan state um so this would be your, one of your top contrarian plays to mm-hmm. grab nebraska a little reverse line movement in their favor here patrick and one system that i love and it pushed with mtsu but it did win with wake last night is these short road dogs plus four or less guys it's a grinder spot it generates a, t- a huge sample size those short road dogs plus four or less are 54 percent ATS the last decade. You'd also have some uh, value here of buying low on an unranked versus a ranked team in a conference spot. Michael, a little bit of money maybe to the over. I think it was like 52. Now it's around 54. But what do you think? Is this a letdown spot, Michael? Can Nebraska keep pace? I mean, uh, you look at the last game. I think they hung tough against Oklahoma. They were 22 and a half point dog. They only lost 23 to 16 in that game.
6: But you lost me at system match at 54%. You lost me at that. I, I don't want a system match at 54%, Josh. I don't see how that's a good system match. Like, that's, not, that's a non-profit system match. I don't think that's the right way. I, you lost me at that. Like, I'm not going with it. To me, throw that system match out the window. Because it doesn't match. It's 54%. You can't make money at 54%. You lost So it? if you're betting it, you're right. If you're betting it, well, you're losing the VIG.
3: Well here's the thing. So you actually are making money here fifty four percent here, Michael. Fifty two point three eight percent is what you gotta make to to, to break even, minus one ten standard juice. So fifty four, you're right. I
6: would want something fifty-seven percent, fifty-eight percent. I want something subs- I want, I want yeah. some meat on the bone. If I'm gonna go grab a system match, I'm like that dog with two paws around the bone. I wanna be able to munch <laughs> on something. I don't want fifty four percent. Now this I don't is getting think that gives me any. Now you, you two know, go to I don't your corners. think that gives me any. Uh, you two go to your corners and and just No, next I think hour, it's a I we'll think it's a, I think it's a fair point. Point to make I, I think too. Josh is it is he's got a ton of system matches but I think to me that they've got to be graded you got to grade the system 54% no I want more meat on the
5: bone let's come back and discuss it plus Rutgers undefeated at Michigan Josh is laughing it is the Lombardi <laughs> line presented by BetMG
2: from BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal
3: podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board
0: work.
4: Zumo Play.